0: Water. It's essential to life, but it's also something that so many of us here in America take for granted. Imagine how different your life would be without access to clean water in your home. What if you had to walk to the nearest creek, stream, lake, or pond to get water? Suddenly, going to work and school wouldn't be an option because you and your children would have to spend your days collecting water. This is the day-to-day reality of most families living in the world's poorest countries. But what if I told you that you can change that reality for just pennies a day? Through our water projects, Food for the Poor is working to meet the need for water in 17 impoverished countries. But it won't happen without you. Incredibly, it only takes $15 to provide a child access to clean water for life. $15. Decades and decades of access to water for a child. Give the life-changing gift of water now. Just text USA Radio. To 91999. Text USA Radio, all one word, to 91999.
1: One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com. With your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law, and now, radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to
2: our number three of Radio Law Talk on this Saturday, March 12th, or whatever day you're listening to it, if you're catching the rebroadcast, or if you're listening to it. On the podcasts. That's right. All of these shows here on Radio Law Talk replayed as podcasts. Go to radiolawtalk.com. You can find a link there. We're on pretty much every outlet that carries podcasts. My name's Todd Cunan, filling in for Fred Penny today. He's on assignment. Denise Dirks to my right. Denise, two hours through, one left to go. How you doing? I'm doing great. How's I am it? surprised how fast it's going. It is. That's, uh, you know, my M.O. really quick. She's
1: in the power chair over there, the power (laughs) She She (laughs)
2: she is. She is. You know, Denise is always the voice of wisdom anyway, so... uh,
1: And reason, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then for those of you that might just be joining us here on the third hour... The uh, the smooth pipes of Cal Hunter. Well,
1: I wanted to say here's Denise's voice of wisdom. She said, "Would you please have a kitty bump made that says this?
3: Boys are rare."
1: So that was a request by Denise. Yes,
3: yes.
2: Well, that's a universal truth.
1: You know, so <laughs> fair point.
2: Yes, yeah, so and she, she gets that. And and well, we've talked about some. Uh, interesting topics so far jesse smollett what happened there we've talked about uh Ghislaine maxwell and and the juror who may or may not have been truthful when he filled out his juror questionnaire and what effect that may have on the trial uh kelly clarkson a little brief news about her last hour and settling her divorce and you know i'm Sure, that all of the millions she's set to make now is her—is her name going forward as Kelly Brienne?
4: You know what? I didn't hear that.
1: Yeah, she changed it legally to reflect something. I don't know what. But.
4: I just don't know if she—she she apparently did not do it in the divorce because I think they had bifurcated. And got divorced earlier,
1: okay. but
4: they did finish the property side of it, and it looks like they had a prenuptial, and she won on the prenuptial agreement, which in California, prenuptials are not favored. They're actually disfavored yeah. under the law, so the presumption is that they're not valid unless they meet
1: certain conditions. But her ranch was in Montana. Did they file in Montana or California?
4: California. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Montana, any, any money, anything that was derived from her monies and her earnings were hers under the prenuptial agreement.
2: They made sure they filed in the jurisdiction where they started hating each other. So that was important. It was California. So. <laughs> timing. It's all about timing. Yes, it's all about timing. <laughs> ah, this is where it happened. This is... Yeah, so... And and the reference to her name is Kelly Breanne, uh, you know, she kept her name Kelly Clarkson even while she was married. It, it, what was his name, Blackstone or something yes. like that? But she kept Kelly Clarkson. But, yeah, a couple weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, the news was that she had filed for a name change. And that was odd to me because it's like, well, wait a minute. So you were on American Idol back in 02. That's when you got famous. So from 2002 to 2020, do 20 years of branding under <laughs> – Branding, no reference to the cattle ranch, um, under the name of Kelly Clarkson. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> mm. And a horn in the thought there, huh? Just, 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 yeah.
2: What? A, okay, yeah. No, <laughs> I digress. But twenty <laughs> years of branding as Kelly Clarkson, and now you're going to change it to Kelly Brienne? And and I just thought, hold on a second. That's got to. That's. <laughs> that's got to be some has something to do with her divorce and being able to keep track of proceeds moving forward because she was never known as Kelly Brianne during the marriage. So she signs contracts as Kelly Brianne going forward. That's clearly her separate property. They wouldn't be able to say, oh, no, no. That's part of the community property as that's going forward. But uh, I don't know that the name change has been granted yet. I mean, I know she filed for it. Wouldn't it be interesting if like two months from now it says, well, you know what? I decided to withdraw it. And we find out that it was just a a bargaining chip in the whole negotiating the dissolution of marriage. Well,
1: why would he? Uh, yeah, that's a good
2: question. I
4: don't think it had anything to do with her divorce, to be candid. I think it has more to do with um, her former husband's father who was managing her.
1: Ah, uh,
2: that could be. That could because be. she
4: signed the contracts for the Kelly Clarkson uh, show and um, The Voice and different things while he managed her. And he might have some rights to those contracts that were signed under Kelly Clarkson. And if she changes her name to Kelly Brand, that may mean that he doesn't have any rights to those new contracts.
1: What little reading I've done on this in People magazine. (laughs) I mean, I don't (laughs) know. Crack legal uh, research there. Would indicate she just said she's in a different place now. Yeah. This more reflects of who I am and where I am. But you're right, um, these things don't happen without some legal reason behind them, would they? Some might argue she's taking up two. That's zip a big codes, change. But, uh...
4: You know, Kelly Brown's a nice name too. Yeah, it is.
1: Sure. It, is.
2: it is. It is. Well, and more. she's still
1: a good singer and still has her T V show. So she, she does. You know.
2: like, she's gonna be crying all the way to the bank yeah. for this. I mean she it's not like it's not like they were splitting up the rest of their money and she has nothing else coming in. I, I think Kelly, Breanne, Clarkson, Rodham, Clinton, whatever you want to say her name is, I think she's going to do just fine. Yeah, she's fine. Yes, yeah, yes, she's good. But you, know, but you know what? Right now, we, we, need a, we, we need the third installment of Cal wagering his eternal soul trying to lie to <laughs> Denise and I, otherwise known as Case or No Case.
1: Can you set now us up? it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay!
5: I'm crazy for feeling so lonely.
1: Now, this lady was a singer. I'm crazy. The late Patsy Cline, singing a Willie Nelson tune there that he wrote and sold for like 85 bucks or something like that. That's the way I roll. Yeah. But anyway. And by the way, uh, Willie Nelson's uh, sister, who was an accompanist with him, piano player in the band, just died. So anyway. Sympathies to Willie really Nelson. I only met him once when he came to Red Bluff and played nine holes on the little golf course there. But anyway, separate story. Patsy Klein was an American singer. She's considered one of the most influential vocalists of the 20th century and was one of the first country artists to cross over into pop music with Crazy and Walking After Midnight. There's a company that manages her intellectual property, and they have been busy. Because somebody had filed a while ago a domain name, PatsyKlein.com. Now, there's a long history between Patsy Klein Enterprises, Visual Link, and the latter company owner, Mark Bayless. Bayless claimed to have turned down a $50,000 offer for the domain. The, estate, the, the state weather then made a $5,000 offer through a third-party service to buy the domain and the rights to the name that they administered. Bayless rejected the offer. Patsy Klein Enterprises sent Visual Link an invoice for eighty-seven thousand five hundred dollars, saying it was the annual licensing fee for the use of her name, image, and likeness. Now things are getting interesting, right? So Mark Baylor said he filed legal and he filed PatsyCline.com legally, fair and square. He said, I'm not paying any stupid licensing fee, and no, I'm not gonna sell you the domain main back. Patsy Klein's people decided it was time to call the legal department and asked. If they had a case or no case, and Denise, I'm sh- Denise, whether well, excuse me, I'm sure you have an idea on what this might be. Uh, um, this is this is the one time where I'm going to
2: say if Denise stretches for time because we're coming up on our break, I, I get, I get that for her. Uh, can, can I ask, can I ask a question that yeah, might be relevant? Feel for free. Denise? Feel free yeah. um, he, he had the domain name. Did he ever operate
1: a website using yes. that? Yes, he did. That's how it all came up.
4: That's yeah. why the licensing came up, and there were, okay. maybe the royalties or licensing yeah. he was, fees came He was doing some stuff that made
1: the family most unhappy.
4: Right. Know. So he was using her likeness in right. his right. domain. Right. Uh, and probably making money on the domain well, by sure. advertisers or something like that, right?
1: Yeah. I mean – it's like, you know, doing, uh, I don't know. I mean, this, I,
4: you know, this reminds me for some reason that pops into my head. There's so many new domains right now out there about the prince and the prince Harry in them. And then also the other prince, William. There's like people have just like started all these different Instagrams and all of that, putting all their likenesses, their kids, their pictures, all of that. And it's all public. It's all public domain, right? It's all in the public. So how do you charge a licensing fee? If you use it when those are in the public, I think I'll let you know when we come
5: back.
1: (laughs) Was she good or what? Shocker! (laughs) Saw that one coming. I'm telling you, we'll be right back with more Radio Law Talk and the answer to case or no case after this. Announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA.
5: Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and
6: dad
3: used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam.
6: Thanks, Tax Doctor.
7: If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610.
3: I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do.
6: The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors.
1: But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do.
6: Your car smells good and it's clean At Quick Quack Car Wash
2: And I know this place right down the road
6: Quick, quick, quick Quack car, car, car Wash Quick Quack Car Wash Get the Quick Quack
3: confidence uh, Hop inside, let's take a ride And watch this car shine Get the Quick Quack habit
6: Take your car once a week
3: Just come and see, I guarantee Your ride will steal the show I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles Come on, Quick
7: Quack Car wash. So we sell unlimited memberships for per vehicle you can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate.
6: Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quick, car wash
7: That's 800-711-9218.
3: Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Are Are you serious? serious?
1: This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny.
2: So, we're in the middle of case or no case here. Quick recap. This is uh, somebody... Some guy owns patsycline.com, the domain name, starts a site, throws some pictures up there, and um, essentially Patsy Klein's intellectual property representatives tag him with a licensing fee for the name and the likeness used on the website, and he's like, yeah, go pound cent. I don't need to pay that, so is this a case? Somebody gets sued, what happens? Yeah, yeah that's shown. it.
1: That's really what it comes down right. to. Yeah, how'd it work out?
2: And then and the Denise was stalling for time. And so she is stalled enough. That's right.
1: Crazy. I'm crazy She's now lip-syncing
2: to the song. Such a great song. Oh, she got up on the table. Great. Denise, get wonderful off the table.
1: <laughs> Good heavens, Denise. Take the lampshade off
2: your
7: head.
1: So what do you so think, Denise? You think? Case or no case?
4: Well, they offered to sell um, that domain initially for 50000 and that was declined.
7: Right. That's correct.
4: Okay. So then... They started to make money on the website and, and, and in this domain somehow. See, this is where I struggle because some of what Patsy Climes' likeness like would be would be public domain. People just taking pictures of her and, you know, putting it out there. And But then some would be owned by photographers, right? And so who should be paid?
1: And perhaps by the family those remaining who are paying someone to manage her affairs.
4: Exactly. I mean, I can see there being different types of lawsuits here. Um, I am going to say that it is a scenario, but it is not a case. I think that's... Or it's even uh, a case right now, but it still has not become a case yet. Okay. It's a scenario.
1: Todd Cunion, C- Cunion, Todd Cunion from the Union 76. What do you think? <laughs> Thank you, Kuhl Hunter. You're welcome. Uh, and and, uh, and, and uh, Dunice Dirk. <laughs> uh, I'm so right. sorry, man. Okay, what? So...
2: This is going to be a strategic answer based upon points, because we go to 50, and Denise is within uh, less than 10 points to getting to the ultimate. And I can't afford to go down any more than what Denise has done, so I have to match her. And this is not one that I am confident enough to go off. Contrary to her answer, I'm just trying to keep pace. With her answer and hoping that we're actually hoping that we're both wrong. And I'm going to say no case on this.
1: one. You see, that's me hoping that you're both wrong, because if you're both wrong, guess what? I would get some points. And so guess what? I get some points. Awesome. awesome. Gladly. Glad, Thank you. Glad to help you out. Thank you. Case settled out of court. Undisclosed terms, but they settled it out of court. How long ago was this? Uh, about, well, fairly recently within the last 10 years. Yeah.
2: See, the thing that the thing that I remembered from this is uh, I remember uh, back in my day, we didn't have skis, we just searched. Uh, anyway, so uh, back when the whole dot-com stuff got started in the mid-'90s, mid to late-'90s, I remember this story. Some guy went out and registered the name DanMarino.com. Yep. Yep. Now, he didn't start a website, didn't do anything. That's why I asked you about that because all he did was – Register the domain name so that he owned that. And then Dan Marino wanted it, and the guy was like, yeah, I'll sell it to you for some sum. And Marino's was like, no, I'm not going to pay you so that I can use my own name. And, well, guess what? The guy kept DanMarino.com, and Marino didn't get it. And so if, if nothing had been started with uh, PatsyKlein.com, then I would definitely say, yeah, she's, she's got no claim. But eh, if you started something, I, I get that.
1: Well, this is one of the early cases in what was called domain parking, where people would do just that, go steal somebody's name and likeness and Mm -hmm. park it somehow, making people think it was theirs. And I think that was Dan Marino's problem. I think that was Patsy Cline's place. They say, wait a minute, that's not your name. This is our mother, our aunt, our, you know, whatever it was, our progenitor. So you can't just take somebody's name and do that. And so this started all of the interest in the pushback Against domain parking on a bigger scale. And
4: and now, don't they? Now they they say Denise Sturks, the real Denise Sturks, right? Now they take over that and call it the real or the original or something like that to kind of take back the domain name.
2: They've got a a lot of different things that they do. Uh, I, I still maintain if somebody just bought the domain name, didn't start a website. Yeah. They're probably okay doing that. What, what the problem is when you start a website, now you're using their likeness without their permission. Right. And if you monetize it by running ads, now you're making money on their likeness without their permission. That's where you can get in hot
1: water. By the way, this just in from Toddkunan.com. Todd has a kitty. I'm just saying I got some yeah. audio off. And that. only one at this point. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah.
2: And you know the other thing is sometimes they'll they'll get domain names and and they learn this. Do you remember do you remember back when it was one uh, eight hundred collect all those 1-800 things where you could you know, place collect calls from pay phones right, and things right, like right, that. Right, right. Well, <clears throat> so there was 1-800-COLLECT, and then another phone company went out and registered the phone numbers. But they misspelled COLLECT, thinking that there's a certain number of people that will dial 1-800-COLLECT, but they'll spell it wrong.
1: There's a spillover, yeah.
2: And that went to some other company who got that, and it was a completely different rate. But they made money based upon the – Banking on the fact that people would say 1-800-COLLECT but spell it incorrectly. Same thing happens with domain names. So if you get, like, when I opened my law office originally, I had my domain name there. But I also registered a couple of domain names that might have, uh, if somebody spelled it wrong or they used my full name instead of my initials because it was just my initials, so that those would be redirected to the same website. That way, I wasn't missing out on people that you
1: know were going somewhere else. But so, so is your domain still TKLegal.com? dot com? It's a t k a t k. Yeah. Okay. For a little while. D- Denise, while do you, you have a a domain? Yes. Okay. I'm just it's dirkslaw. dot com. Oh, okay. okay. Just curious about that.
2: Yeah. Just keep it simple. You know, yeah. I, I, uh, I, yeah. I I I I don't recommend somebody go with a really long domain name, like you know. ATK legal for you and criminal
1: on Thursdays.com. 2017, right. A little hard to remember all of that. <laughs> right, yeah.
2: Right, right, right. All right. So we're through uh, We're a case or no case. Cal got some points there. Thank Good you.
1: Good for you, Cal. Thank you. About time. Yeah, we'll
2: right. pick it up next week with the case or no case. We still got a half hour left here. We come back after the break. We're talking about Alec Baldwin, maybe a little bit of NFL news, maybe a little bit of Uh, Some mom in Northern California pulling some weird shenanigans in the last five years. Don't go away. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. We'll be back.
1: As Todd said, this is Radio Law Talk and available not only on many fine local radio stations, whom we love, but if they stop carrying the case after an hour or two, you can always go over to radiolawtalk.com, stream the case, or download all of our episodes all free. We'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
5: Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. If the lines are busy, please call back.
7: Call now, 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182.
6: Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz2Credit, a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible and based on your cash flow. Plus the paperwork is minimal and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again,
3: 800-559-5523. Oh, come on. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case.
7: This is radio law talk.
1: And now back to the show. Here are Denise Dirks and Todd Cunin with radio law talk.
2: Heading down the home stretch here. Final half hour of this three hour show here on March 12th. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Let's see what, where are we going to Denise Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin in the news again. And, and, we teased this at the top of the show uh, back in the first hour until all – any anything is filed in the criminal realm and that's resolved and all civil case issues are resolved. This Baldwin thing with, uh, with the death of – what is it? Helena Hutchins on the set. Uh, she was the uh, director of photography, the videographer for the film they were shooting, Rust, in New Mexico. Until all that, this is going to stay in the news, and and we will cover things as they arise. What's the latest that has come up, Denise?
4: Um, Well, this arises out of a lawsuit, but it's an arbitration. And apparently in the contracts um, around Rust that was signed by Baldwin and other persons, um, it requires there to be an arbitration. So the parties are all going to arbitration. They're all pointing the fingers at each other, and um, one of the re- things that that um, Baldwin has requested is that the other persons to the contract, the the persons that were directing the show and and you know the cinematographer and the rest of them, that they have to basically indemnify and hold him harmless and provide him with a defense and pay for his costs of defense because. Under the contract, he says there's a provision that they have to.
2: You know, and, and look, putting aside the tragedy on the set of Rust, if you go back, you know, this is what, six months ago that this happened. If you go back, say, a year ago, when they're in pre production, they're talking about getting this to the set, and, and Alec Baldwin is brought on as a producer, and nobody knows that this tragic incident is going to occur. And and Baldwin, who was paid, I think two twenty 220, two hundred twenty five thousand for his role as an actor, but he's also making money on the back end as the producer. Well, because, I
1: think he said he put up two fifty on the front end, so he may get paid on the back end. But he he kind well, of financed the project.
2: Didn't well, he? he 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 is to be partially. Paid, yeah, he is, yeah. Be, he is to be paid to be paid two twenty five, but he also puts up money as a producer. Yeah. so that he makes money on the back end. But to get that money, to get that financing. Obviously, anybody who wants this film made and wants to bring in Baldwin with his star power and his money to get it made is going to enter into a contract, and Baldwin's legal representatives are going to look at it to make sure he's protected in the event there was an unfortunate accident. Everybody knows that going in. Sure. And, you know, now Baldwin is being called on the carpet and the press and by everyone else because he's seeking to enforce the terms of the contract that everybody agreed to
1: before there was a tragedy. Now, the widower of the, of the director said, listen, this guy, this guy is not, he's taking no blame for anything as far as he's, you know, you can tell. Maybe he wasn't even on the set at the time. No, no, it, it's amazing.
4: Well, that's what it. it's all getting stretched kind of into that direction and making it sound like he's blaming the victim, yeah. which means that Alex is going to be a very unpopular person
2: because sure. of all of this publicity. So there's, there's two things going on right now. One is the argument about which is the appropriate venue to bring any legal claims as a result of this incident.
1: So California it, or New Mexico?
2: Well, Baldwin is saying it should be an arbitration. Okay. Pursuant to the contract. Got it. You guys have filed in different jurisdictions, but if you file in a jurisdiction and you sue somebody and that person can come back as it gets started and say, wait a minute, I got an arbitration clause that sort of indemnifies me here. We can take this to arbitration. So that's one. The venue of where this takes place is an issue. And then the second thing has to do with liability. And, and this is what Baldwin is being called on the carpet for because of statements made in his legal filings that's, that have been construed to be him blaming Hutchins. I don't read it that way, but the statements do say, look, I was on set. She was directing where I should point the gun and do this. And it makes it sound like, from one perspective, he is blaming her. I have a different take on it than that, but – what should we want to do first? What what the allegations were? Or do you want to hear my take?
1: Well, the blame he said was she told me to point the gun at her and go through the cocking motion so we could see how it could look on camera, and he said. when well, then I did that. Boom! It went off. You know, I'm just following her direction at that point. That was one of the things he said. Right.
2: That that's true, and and that makes it sound like he's blaming her. This is my read on it. I I read that and I say, well, hold. On. I think that what he's really saying there was. Nobody on set at that time thought that they were in a dangerous environment. We, we all thought, based upon the fact that we have an armorer and other people, that all of the protocols have been filed, that the gun did not have a live round in it, and, 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 and the proof that all of us thought that this was a safe act and a safe environment is, I'm there holding the gun doing this. She is there directing me where I'm supposed to go. I thought it was just as safe as she did because I guarantee if she thought it wasn't safe, she wouldn't be doing that, right? And so I think that statement is more of a we all thought this was a safe environment. Well, sure, Oh yeah. And, and the tragedy occurred because somebody before us dropped the ball, and it is no more her fault than my fault because we all thought this was a safe environment, and and I think that is where he's going with this statement i i as much as i may disagree with alec baldwin politically and in other realms and 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 maybe dislike his attitude on certain things i find it hard to believe that baldwin would honestly be arguing that hutchins is dead because she screwed up and it was her own fault which is the way that this is being portrayed i don't think that's what he intended
4: you know he's just finger pointing at everybody <laughs> he's pushing
1: at the people who sold the bullets. He said, I didn't yes. buy the bullets. He's pushing at the person who's supposed to be the armorer. I think he's pushing on every- – what he's saying is everybody but me.
2: Well, Yes, I- that is
4: exactly what
2: he's saying. Yeah. But I think that none of us are in his shoes. And that's okay. I understand that. None of us are in his shoes. and I would say that from his perspective, regardless of the number of actors that are out there, he's probably thinking everybody is saying that everyone else's responsibility falls on my shoulders and it's only me. And, and he's trying to push back saying, look, it, it's – everyone wants to blame me because admittedly I'm probably the big, deepest pocket here. But it wasn't just me. I, I get the response. I think it could have been artfully done. I'll tell you, you know who's going to make their money in addition to the attorneys is, uh. is the PR folks,
1: <laughs>
2: the PR <laughs> folks that, ha- that are going to have the job to rehabilitate his image after this if they even can.
4: Right, but, Well, you know, he's already tried to get everybody back together to finish this project,
1: yeah, which, and that has
4: not been successful. Well, that,
1: well, that's a whole separate issue, is that not kind of? I'm going to say this, and I don't mean it to be cruel. Is it not at least let the body get cold first before you start to worry about the project and your money invested in it?
2: I I, I agree with that take on it. This yeah. is this is what I don't know. I don't know because he was a producer on this. How many other entities are coming to him saying? Uh, if you don't don't get this done you're in breach of contract and you're because of this happened and this happened and and this needs to get done and and let's not also lose sight of the fact that as tragic as this accident is a production like this employs a lot of people who rely on this production for their livelihoods because these people are brought in for contract work essentially it's not like it's not like, you know, this is their 8 to 5 job and they, they get paid all the time whether they're working or not.
1: And up or downstream. I mean, from the writers all the way down to the editors at the end of the show and the film distributors, everything. I mean, everybody's going to make a buck off of next it. Time, they're hoping.
2: Next you time know. you go see a movie, stay to the very end of the credits. They yeah. usually have something in there that gives the total number of people that were employed working on that production. It's often in the thousands or tens of thousands. Yeah.
4: So, and, and in this particular case, it was already over budget. Um Alex Baldwin had already kicked in $100,000 of his $250,000 fee that he was going to get as an actor. And so um, where was there going to be more money to finish this project? That would be another yeah. question.
2: He's just – I could see he's, he's under a lot of pressure to get it done, but – you know, all of the other players, those those don't always come out in the news reports. It makes it sound like Alec is just, well, oh, sorry, she's dead, but I want to get this thing in the can so that we can do that. Right. I think there might have been a little bit more to it than that.
1: I also think there's a lot of weasel language in there that you can tell the lawyers wrote to just kind of push everybody away and said, take a deep breath until we figure out what's really going on. Could be. Lawyers
2: have been known, right?
1: Well, I don't mean that to be deprecating to you. I'm just saying when – your, oh, I, your your clients on the line. There's a lot of weasel language that can come out. I take no offense <laughs> to that at all. It, <laughs> lawyers do do that. So, all right,
2: uh, last break before we hit our final segment, and then we got quick takes. Quick takes coming up. Don't go away. You want to stay tuned for those. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. We're we'll back here in a couple of minutes.
1: Yep. Stay tuned. This uh, this is our last break of this hour until we say farewell. So. Get out your hanky, dry your tears, and Radio Law Talk will continue in just a minute right here on your favorite local radio station and live at radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I've got to get my car washed This dirt, it just won't do But I don't have no time today I
3: don't know what i do And I know this place right down the road Quick, quack, car wash uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride And watch this better shine uh-huh. Just come and see, I guarantee Your ride will steal the show Come on, quick, quack, car wash Don't drive that dirty car uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash They'll have you looking sharp
5: My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home, guaranteed fixed or replaced, with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back.
7: Call now. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said, call Pet Joy right now. 800 711 9218. 800 711 9218. 800
3: 711 9218. That's
1: 800 711 9218. Oh, come on. You found Radio Walker. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk dot com. I n f o info info at radiolawtalk.com. dot com Final
2: segment here on Radio Law Talk. Wait, where where do the three hours go? You know, this has been a, this has been the quickest three hours in radio. Daylight savings. Oh that. Oh yes, folks. Don't forget tomorrow <laughs> is tomorrow is built in excuse for being late to school and work on Monday day. Uh, daylight savings time tonight and tomorrow yes we do lose the hour but it means it's going to stay lighter late is that that what it is lighter
1: later lighter later i wandered into church one time an hour (laughs) late after this happened and i was in a leadership position i was really supposed to be there you know that fall and it was kind of embarrassing but but didn't
4: it used to happen that we would do it on sunday night now we're doing it on saturday night
2: It was it was always Sunday, Saturday Saturday, morning, late Saturday evening. I think it. What time does the change take place? About two two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, two o'clock.
4: Anybody that has um, a phone in today's world, one of the cell phones, is never going to be allowed to be to claim that they were late because of the spring ahead.
1: That's true, but if you have an older car where you have to manually set the clock or an aftermarket stereo, most people go. Uh, and so they're always off now. <laughs> or, or if you follow
2: that advice about not sleeping with your phone anywhere near you, because of the activity Ar- yeah, and really the light, makes it so you don't sleep as well. So some of these people are hardcore; they leave the phone in the kitchen, which would probably keep me up at night, not having my phone nearby. True. That's and, what
1: I use for an alarm. Yeah, yeah. A- Alexa's my alarm, and she's pretty much on top of the daylight savings thing. So, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It, it happens. But you know, uh, so so there you go, there you go. Tomorrow tomorrow the time changes you lose that hour oh, great i hate that but here today,
1: today i do like the fallback where you get the extra hour oh, that's though. awesome yeah. that is great stuff. but california passed a law saying that we would no longer have daylight savings time why can't we get that law to actually function what's the problem i don't know i don't I did, know i didn't know we passed i didn't law.
4: think it was signed in the law
1: it, yeah, it was an initiative uh, and the problem is we have not yet gotten congressional approval. We still wait for the, has, the U.S. Congress has to But, you know,
2: Hawaii and Arizona don't observe. Well, they got congressional
1: days. approval. We haven't yet.
2: There's oh, three no. states, and I can't remember the
4: third, but you're right. So, Hawaii, Arizona, there's oh, a third and
2: the,
1: state. And the state of confusion. Yeah, yes. uh, no, I, or, so, in other words, North Dakota. Okay, it's a joke. Okay. I love North Dakota. I don't Dakota.
2: think we're on any stations in North I'm Dakota safe yet, there. so we're, <laughs> we're good. dodged we're that good. bullet?
1: Um, <laughs> hey. We are, yeah, we are. Those okay. of you listening in Bismarck and the greater area, we love you. It's just a joke.
2: Oh, we are in right, North America.
1: Yes, it's yes. yes, just know. a joke.
2: Yeah, yeah, I
4: think the only one we're not in is is Vermont, right? I
2: don't know. Uh, well, have to, sure. I'll have to take a look. Take a look. But if we can make fun
1: of Vermont, I'm good with that. But let me <laughs> tell you something. I'm, I'm happy for all the affiliates
2: that we yeah, have, and everybody taking her. their time to listen to to our humble little show. We're
1: in Idaho. We're in Montana. We're in Wyoming. Let's see. We're everywhere. Pennsylvania, New Louisiana, and right now in California. And all of you are in
2: our hearts. Yes, we love all of you. (laughs) Sorry, I have a Hallmark card in front of me. Yeah, and and if you want
1: a Radio Law Talk t-shirt, just send an email to Todd Kuhn and say, Todd, buy me a (laughs) t-shirt and the subject line with your address, and Denise and Todd and Fred and I will send you an autographed Radio Law Talk t-shirt, because we have a few of them. I have a few extra ones. Sounds good. Works for me.
2: Hey, you know... uh, NFL's not immune to
1: lawsuits. No, that's you, true. You year was going
2: on down in Florida or what was going on? So Brian Flores, African-American head oh, coach, he yeah. was he was a, he was, a uh, he was on part of Bill Belichick's staff up in New England a couple years ago. Uh, after, you know, Belichick's Patriots always they they do well every year cuz Belichick has the system. And he also had Tom Brady, but um, that's beside the point. Uh, but uh, a couple years ago, uh, Flores leaves the Belichick nest, if you will, he gets hired by the Dolphins to be their head coach. And by all accounts, he did very well. Uh, winning seasons, had a winning record.
1: I think you'd say pretty well. He,
2: he did yeah. He did well, given where the Dolphins were before he got there. He did great. And uh, <laughs> But he had th- – there were two issues that were reported. One – well, one might have been a falling out with the owner about what he claims to be the owner's wishes regarding intentionally losing games to so get better draft picks, and the other was perhaps a contentious, as reported, allegedly a contentious relationship with their uh, starting quarterback, who used to be an Al- University of Alabama product, um, to a Tagaya, uh, T- Tagaya Val- Valoa. Tua. Everybody calls him Tua. Tua <laughs> Tagovailoa. Yes. And and to the extent that uh, Flores was chewing him out in front of others, allegedly claiming that his work ethic was bad and that he you know, was a hindrance to the team, and if he could, he'd have a different quarterback, blah, 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 blah.
1: Wasn't that the coach's job?
2: Well, it is, but they, the Miami Dolphins fired Brian Flores after this last season. And again, everybody's looking at it it's kind of a head-scratcher because he had He had the team headed in the right direction. So they fire Flores, and shortly thereafter, Flores files a class action lawsuit against the NFL and its owners, and I think named the owner of the Dolphins individually, alleging essentially discrimination in not only the hiring of black coaches as head coaches, but as assistant coaches, coordinators, all up and down the line for the whole coaching tree.
1: And yet they hired him, and he was working there. It surprises me.
2: And he was, but
1: I mean, he was a check assistant. He goes to become a head coach. How can there be systemic racism if he's in the coaching ranks and moving around?
2: And that's for him. But what happened was, I, I think that he's claiming that what spurred this lawsuit on was when he was released by the Dolphins, there were a lot of head coaching positions open. True. And he was not getting a, a whiff anywhere to the, to the extent that he had a coaching interview, he alleges, with New York and his name is Brian.
1: The Giants, by the way.
2: The New York Giants. His name is Brian. There's another Brian, Brian DeBall. I think he was from the Bills. And DeBall got the job before Brian Flores' interview. And Bill Belichick from the Patriots selected, because he knows both Brians, selected Brian Flores in his phone, sent him a text message congratulating him getting the New York job. And this was before Flores had even interviewed in New York. And the coaching position had already gone to DeBall, so he alleges. And so essentially what Flores is arguing is this whole Rooney rule, which was established back in the uh, uh, early 2000s, I think it's 2003. Al to, Davis
1: era. Yeah. To, to
2: encourage minority – hiring of minority candidates for head coaching positions, that it was all for show, that it wasn't really doing anything. And essentially they were just recycling old Caucasian quarterback or, – or coaches from team to team, and that the minorities weren't a, given a fair shake. And that is making its way through. Right now, the big issue is the Miami Dolphins have requested that the commissioner file to remove the class action lawsuit to arbitration. And Brian Flores' legal team is saying, look, this is such a big issue and out there. We're asking the NFL to not take it to arbitration so that you can maintain your transparency that you say that you have. And we're going to follow to find this case to see what the commissioner does moving forward because I think Flores' team makes a good point. If you do truly want to be transparent on the issue of minority hiring, don't take this case and bury it in the secretive process of arbitration. Yep. Leave it out in the public eye.
1: My question about this has always been when I first heard about this and I heard about the, the, you know, the argument with the quarterback and all that stuff, I was thinking to myself – is it possible that Brian Flores has a reputation that, believe me, echoes around the NFL faster than anything else? Where people said, this guy is a bad actor. He's not a good players' coach. He has some real serious issues, and we wouldn't rehire him again. I, and is that a blackball de facto or what? No, I, no pun. Yeah.
2: I get that take, except yeah. when he was fired, the number of people, head coaches, people on coaching staffs all around the NFL that were like, we right. can't, we can't believe that happened. There was run by Cuz he was a winning coach. He was a good
1: coach. But
2: but we have to move on because we got to get one last segment
1: in. yeah there's one last thing we have to do here and that is uh todd's favorite segment because he's so good at it and denise has an interesting one that's going to called- do double duty
4: i am doing double duty here i am giving an update and i'm also doing my quick take tadalot, tadalot, tadalot. here comes the update in the cosby case the prosecutors appealed the decision to dismiss that case And the U.S. Supreme Court has upheld that. That is what we called way back when. Radio Law Talk called it as early as April 28th, 2018. And we restated it again December 5th, 2020. Guys, go back and listen to those shows.
1: Thank you very much. That's great. That's a good one. Mr. Kunin, what is your quick take, my friend? Kelly Clarkson. Denise, you're going to hate me on this one. Kelly
2: Clarkson. Gave away the cattle so she didn't have to compete for grazing space in the front yard.
1: Oh, man, that is cold. It's funny, but it's cold. <laughs> Thank you, folks,
2: for joining us on Radio Law Talk. We'll see if I'm here next week. Cal, take us
1: away. Well, oh, the phone's ringing. It's Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Wayne Alaroot And I want to tell you a real story. A husband and wife were driving home from dinner. While stopped at a light, they were suddenly surrounded by an angry mob. And the mob forced open the driver's side door, attempting to drag the husband from the car. But he reached for his Hero 2020 non-lethal weapon. He shot his attacker twice in the chest, unleashing a powerful chemical pepper irritant, forcing the attackers to back off, and the couple escaped safely. No bullets were fired. No lives were lost. I know how training and preparedness makes the difference. I've seen and reviewed many guns and self-defense products, and the Hero 2020 is one of the easiest to use, carry, and conceal. Plus, it saves lives. Hero 2020 is a high-powered, award-winning, non-lethal defender. That's why I have one in each of my cars and in multiple rooms of my home and office. To order your own Hero 2020, visit Hero2020.com. Use coupon code WAR for a special discount. Hero2020.com.
5: That's Hero2020.com. State law restrictions may apply.